Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Hello to our lovely listeners. This is the Raspberry Tea Ladies. Um, <laughs> Jo's laughing at me because I've introduced it in a different way. So today we want to talk about doing the right thing and that doing the right thing isn't always the easiest thing to do. Now, this came up because Joe's had a specific situation in the last couple of weeks. So I'm going to hand over to Joe. So thank you for that polite handover. You're very welcome. <laughs> we just normally bail in, don't we? Um, so, yes, I was asked by the lady who now has my two Cocker Spaniels, or who were my two Cocker Spaniels, if I would look after them um, for a week later on this year. And it just took me back. And, of course, I said yes straight away because I've seen them a, a fair few times, actually, since they went. But the whole rehoming of those two was the hardest decision I have ever, ever had to make. It was harder than getting divorced. <laughs> It was just, it broke me. It really did break me because those two were just my life. Um, and what I had to do, what had happened was we'd got them from babies, brother and sister, um, always together, um, couldn't bear to be without each other, despite what everybody had said about getting siblings from a litter. It's not a good idea. With those two, they were absolutely meant to be. Um, and... My partner and I split up um, probably about a year before um, and it had got to a point where his mother, bless her, was still coming over and looking after the dogs while I was out working. I had a job where I was covering pretty much the length and breadth of the country um, and it got to a point where it was the summer that it was so, so hot, um, 2018 I think it would be. Um, and it was so hot that summer that I couldn't take the dogs in the car with me. They used to come out on audits and travel with me wherever I went if, if Olive wasn't able to, to come and look after them. And I couldn't keep that relationship with her going because it was starting to tear her apart as well. Um, because she hadn't been speaking to her son for a while. Um, and then they rekindled their relationship. And obviously it just felt wrong for me. But the fact that I couldn't give the dogs everything that they deserved, and yes, I took that decision, they were probably happy as Larry, but I, I wanted them to have better, and I wanted them to have what they absolutely deserved. So I had to make the decision then to rehome them. And they couldn't have them because obviously they were the first people that I contacted. And I had to make sure that they went together. Um, and it, like I say, it was the most difficult decision I've ever, ever made, but I knew it was the best thing for them. And the way that it's turned out, they've both gone together to the most adoring home. I did it through a, a rehoming um, agency from a guy that I'd followed for a good few years on Facebook. He, Facebook rather. he was a Spaniel lover. Um, he had them one night and he said they're the most adorable dogs. And he sent me loads of photos of them there, settled. Um, he went and did the house inspection, the home inspection and the family inspection the next day. And the dogs have stayed there ever since. And to me, it proves the point that, you know, the most difficult decisions are sometimes the best things to do. It's not always gonna be easy. Life throws things at you that 
you're not expecting. I would never have expected to be in that situation and I would never have got the dogs in the first place if I ever expected I was going to be there. See, I don't want this to become all about dogs. No. Very easily, because all three of us are <laughs> dog fanatics. I've had to rehome a dog. So where I, we'd got a new puppy just before my accident, literally two or three weeks before my accident in 2017. And it was a German Shepherd and it needed so much time and attention and, and things. And with me in hospital and then unable to walk, mm. my dad and Laura couldn't manage it. So we had to rehome her and I actually paid the rehoming fee for a lady who'd got a sister out of the list because I went through a, a rescue as well. And um, she's gone up to a farm in Scotland with a sister and, you know, happiest thing ever. I've not been able to keep in touch with them because I just couldn't bear it because I love that little puppy. Um, you know, and more recently in the last few weeks, I've had to put one of my dogs to sleep. Um, and the vet actually said to me, you did that at exactly the right time because yeah. she was going to start to suffer. Yeah. Um, but that was a massively hard decision. Um, so when it comes to our animals, I think there are incredibly difficult decisions to be made sometimes. I think um, it's the fact that we are making them for them and they can't say, they don't have a say yeah. in it, do they? You know, they, in some they, ways that's the best thing and in some ways it's not yeah, but, yeah. you know but yes Claire bring us on to something else away I, from I doggies I, I agree with you and if it if you're a, if you're an animal lover they're your children they're your family mm. so it's like you, you, you wouldn't get rid of your brother or your sister you might have thought about it when you were younger <laughs> the the what comes to mind for me doing the right thing's not always easy. It's often for yourself. For, if you're, for example, if you're in a toxic relationship, if that relationship's not working anymore now, that could be a personal one, could be a business one, um, any different relationship that you have with a, another person or people, I think sometimes you have to make a difficult decision to remove yourself from that situation, get out of it, because it's the right thing to do for, for your own sanity or your own well-being. And often when you're in situations like that, it goes back to comfort zone again, or it's, it's better the devil you know and all those other terms and phrases that we've got. But it must be, like I say, it, it, that's, they're never easy things to make. And sometimes it takes you a long time to get in a position where you can actually recognise that, whereas somebody outside can see the situation I think that's where you need your friends or you need your close friends because often family will step back and go well we're here if you need us but they don't want to get involved especially if it's a personal thing but your friends they'll be like that well we wanted to say something or we couldn't say something because if you can't see a situation yourself you're often going to go into it with your blinkers on with your rose tinted glasses on and think oh it'll get better and it'll change and it'll do this and I think uh, that's probably one of the best explanations I can think of in this situation, doing the right thing. Equally, an, another one, it boils down to integrity. If nobody's watching, do you still do the right thing? Sometimes it's not easy to Ooh, do. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. There's a, there's a curveball back for you. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... It, okay, so think of my body shop business. 
I could have probably doubled my income um, from the body shop had I let people get carried away with everything that they wanted from the body shop. And, you know, right back when I started, it was all a novelty for people. It was like, oh, someone else, somebody's, you know, somebody bought something else on. And, you know, it's, there's a whole Facebook group here and there's all of us getting really, really excited about it. And I would not ever let anyone buy anything from me if I really didn't think that they needed it or it was the right product. So talking of integrity, yeah, I did my research. I got to learn everything about all those products. I knew which skin types needed this and or would work on, you know, whichever hair products would work. And people would say to me, yeah, I've ordered this, but I want this as well. I want this as well. I want this as well. And I'm like, no. Or my teenager, keep breaking out in spots. And everybody would leap at tea tree, for instance. You know, there's other products available, obviously. Um, but if I thought that was going to be too harsh for their young skin, I would say that. And making those right decisions, yeah, like I say, I could have made an absolute fortune out of people, but that's not the way to do it, is it? I could be making yeah, the decision that's, that's, that's a strange one, because had somebody walked into the body shop and bought those products, yeah. Yeah. nobody would have questioned them. Absolutely. So, I know my customers, you see. Yeah, that shows your ethics. Yeah. 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 So I've, yeah. Had, I've had I've had people come to me over the last two years and and more and, and they come and it's like, well, well, we want to rebrand. And my first question is why? What what's happened in your business journey or what's caused you to want to do this? Yeah. Sometimes you can see it's blatantly obvious. Well, obviously that's my professional job and I can see when something's not right for what the com company does and who the customers are but I always ask the customer to tell me why they want to do it and if they if I can see that it's it's fine they have to give me a really good reason or it's a birthday we want a celebration we need to change something up so I say well there's no point changing it if it's, it's right for your business and it's right for your customers and your business is going well then you don't need to spend the money doing it and I walk away from a project but give the customer reason why. And I think that comes, you, you, I might be in a position where cash flow is not great at the minute and I could do with the money in, but I won't do something if it doesn't need doing, unless there's a valid reason why. See, I got, um, I got somebody leave me a recommendation on LinkedIn and um, I just got a notification that this person had left me a recommendation. I was like, I've never worked for them. I, I really don't understand this. And the recommendation was actually, I contacted Claire to do some work for me and she explained that actually she wasn't the best person. While she could have done it, there are more specialists out there that would have been in a better position. And so she, she recommended that I went to somebody else. I actually got a recommendation for that and I was quite touched that somebody would value that honesty. Yeah. Um, I think it is, you know, I think particularly when people start out in business, it's very easy to grab everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, lots of, I, call, I don't know if it's business coaches or startup mentors or whatever, but a lot of people say, say yes and learn how to do it later. Mm. I sort of get that if it's expanding what you do, if it's the next step up. You know what I mean? If it's, yeah, if it's got to be relatively near to what you. It's, 
yeah, and, and we've all done it. I mean, when you first were made redundant, Claire, and decided to go self-employed again, you mm -hmm. didn't specialise in branding. No. You've not narrowed marketing down to that one thing, you know, and so you took on lots of work, but actually that, that funneled your energy into what you were absolutely passionate about. Mm. Because while she could do the work of other things perfectly well, it's, it'd be like me writing a procedure manual for a company. Yeah, you can do, it, do it, it. I've done it in my career. You know what I mean? It doesn't it's light not, you up, does it? And it's I get lots and lots of people now saying, can you write us press releases? Of course I can. I know how to write a press release. What I don't have are the contacts in the media send it to to get it open because you know if your email address isn't known by a journalist you're going to go way down the pile of being opened and chances are it'll never get opened yeah. um so whilst i understand the format they want everything in i would never do that for one of our clients i would always pass them on to a pr specialist because you know trends could have changed since i was taught to write press releases Things move on in the world, don't they? Yeah. So how do we know that? I mean, I know this was talking about making the right decision isn't always the easy thing. How do we know that it's right? If, it, if it's that difficult, how do we know? So you're saying gut instinct, absolutely. And, and I knew with the dogs. And now I look back, I absolutely made that right decision. But it was the right decision at the time to rehome the dogs. Had something awful happened and they'd gone to the most horrific family, what on earth would would I be feeling like now? So but, but that's that's like a what if in life, isn't it? You know, what if I cross the road and a bus hits me? You can't clean underwear on. Sorry? Make sure you've got clean underwear on. Yeah, you can't. No, when I had my accident, I actually had no underwear on. Oh no! You and had, had no accident. They had to cut my <laughs> bottoms off. I had no underwear on. Oh bless you! What a day to go, Commando. Oh, um, no. but anyway, sorry, Joe. <laughs> oh, you had trousers on, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't live your life by what ifs. Mm. However, I do have a what if rule. Oh yes, go on. So Claire was the if I'm sat on the fence and I'm undecided which way to go, yeah. I say if in five years I was looking back and I'd go, Oh, what if I'd have done that? What if I'd have tried that? What if I'd have taken on that project? Do it. Because I don't believe in regrets. I don't have a regret in my life. Okay? Lots of awful things have happened. I've made mistakes. All sorts of stuff's happened. But I don't have a regret because I don't believe in them. Because I think we're on our journey and it's all a learning experience. But if, I, if I'm torn in a decision and I can think, if in a few years' time I look back at today and I go, oh, what if I'd have done that? Do it. Does that work in every situation then? Yep. Well, there we are. There's something completely new. We've all been cleared. <laughs> <laughs> in the it's, nicest possible way. 
it's just, you know, sometimes knowing what to do, this isn't particularly about right and wrong, realistically. Mm. It's just when you've got a decision and you're really unsure which way to go. Yeah. If you're going to look back and go, oh, what if I'd have done that? What would the difference have been? Do it and find out. And, and as you say, even if it goes wrong and, it, you know, something awful happens from it, you can't regret it because it's taught you so much as you've yeah. gone through the process. So, I mean, I would have said, I think that with every bloody relationship I get into. I think it's a little bit more difficult when another person's involved. Say what, sorry? It's a little bit more difficult when another person's involved. But then they teach you things as well, don't they? And you learn so yeah. much from every single relationship, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, whatever. I think, you know, every every decision that you do, mate, you, you learn more from it. I'd agree with that. Definitely. I mean, the thing is, you know, is that it comes down to the fact that we are wholly responsible for our lives. Yeah. Sometimes we can't predict circumstances, we can't predict events, but we can choose how we respond to them. And we know our shit at the end of it, sorry. And, and if you, yeah, it's if so you take responsibility for making that decision, if something's gone wrong, and say, okay, I made a decision, it's gone wrong, what can I take from that, what learning, so I, I move forward, yeah. that's all that anybody can ask of you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's actually got quite deep and quite meaningful, but is it what people needed to hear? It probably is, isn't it? Who knows? <laughs> if you're listening to this and it's what you needed to hear, please drop us a note on the Facebook page so we know we're hitting the mark. <laughs> you just ramble on and, and, you know, we forget that people actually listen to this. This is just like a discussion. This is three of us just sitting there drinking tea and coffee talking. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. The best, the best way to do things. But I think going, going back to the subject, yeah, doing the right thing isn't always easy. Number one, you've got to figure out what the right thing is. Yeah. And, and that does, I think, boils back to accountability, responsibility, and accepting the consequences or yeah. the benefits yourself. Well, what's what could happen either way? You can either weigh it up logically. I, I, that's how I tend to work. Claire, I, I, you seem to take your time over decisions, depending on what they are, but you always say, seem to process things a lot longer than I not certainly to, I do. I tell not to tell people I've got a decision to make. Yeah. Yes. I yes. tend to, when I, it, so me and Carl, you know, we've said this before, me and Carl shouldn't work, but we do, because we're polar, polar opposites of people. Um, Carl, take cars for an example. Okay, we're both thinking about changing our car this year. Carl must have changed his mind on what car he wants 200 times, if not more, in the last few months. He can tell me, I'm going to have one of these in the morning, and by tea time, they've been dismissed and he's gone through five others. And basically, he's somebody who verbalises whatever he's thinking at that moment. He doesn't understand, and when we got together, it was this was the thing I found most difficult about our relationship. Yeah. When I say something, I mean it. Yeah. So if I say, this is the car I want, that means that's the car I want. 
Not that in two hours I'm going to have seen something else and change my mind. I don't, I've, I've narrowed my search down to one car and I've not been able to go and look at it and I've never seen one. So I obviously need to make that trip to a garage when we can and, and sit in yeah. one and drive one and, and make my decision. And then on a particular colour combination, it's not going to be easy to find. So I'm not going to be able to get one quickly. So, hey, that's fine. Um, yeah, I'm somebody who mulls something over in my mind. I think this stems from when I worked at the university. I used to be responsible for writing multi-million pound funding bids, mm-hmm. part of my role. And I learned very quickly that if I'd got a deadline and I drafted the entry or the, the report a few months early, by the time it came to the deadline, I'd scrap it and have to rewrite it completely. Yeah. I learned to start writing about two weeks in advance. Now, bear in mind, this would have to go through various other people before it could be submitted. Um, I'm somebody who formulates in the head. If I put something down or I verbalise it too soon, I'll change my mind. So what's the point? Yeah. It causes more work in my mind. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of somebody who you would never know has a decision to make until it's made. And it's perfect for us, actually, Claire, isn't it? Because we have decisions that we want to make. What do we do? Go to Claire. <laughs> First, it might throw her completely, but then she'll come back literally a day or so later. And it's perfect because it's like, I've actually thought about this as well. And yeah, this will work and that will work. And you're like, great, that's it. So it's that's, I mean, it, you, we've just had this with you, haven't we, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. About two weeks ago, you a phone call, you said, I'm considering this. I don't quite know where to go with it. Yeah. I'm considering this. What do you think? These are my thoughts. And we, we went through a few thoughts on the phone. Yeah. It wasn't sitting comfortably with me. Yeah. And then I woke up one day last week and just went, ping. That's it. That's, that's what Joe's got to do. That's absolutely perfect for Joe. That's the foundation for it to build on. Similarly with you, Claire, we did that when you pivoted into branding, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I suddenly woke up and went, Claire, you've got to be a world-renowned branding expert. That's what you were put on this planet to do. And you have been thinking it, but not verbalising it. We're yeah. still taking it. And, and that helped you focus as well. And I don't know whether it's, you know, intervention from somewhere else that I get overnight but I tend to wake up with real clarity on issues for people but it's not immediate and when Claire says she wakes up with it when you get a text at just after seven o'clock in the morning you know it's something important (laughs) you'll never get a text from Claire at seven o'clock in the morning other than she's had this brilliant brain or I say brainwave or or what's the word epiphany <laughs> if somebody rings me at five to nine in the morning they don't get answered so <laughs> seven o'clock I don't do anything but publicly before 10. <laughs> if, you, if you struggle with anything just message Claire <laughs> you can be Claire as well <laughs> so doing the right thing is not always easy what what, what we surmising from that then but when I you do it's that, the right thing, you have to do it, don't you? It's like Claire says, just never regret any decisions that you make. You know, if, if your gut feel says it's the right thing to do, go ahead and do it, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how long it takes you to make your mind up to do it, 
you've got to do it. I think, I think looking at relationships again, just very briefly, they are very difficult to come out of even when you know that they're wrong. And, and everybody does that at their own pace. You yeah. know, we've, we see that with domestic violence victims, people, why are you staying, why are you staying? They've got to get head into the right place. And we all have to do that. Some people do it publicly and talk about it. Some people like me do it behind the scenes and then when the decision's made. I think relationships are far more complex than any business decision or anything else. I don't think necessarily cutting somebody out of your life if they're a friend and they've hurt you is difficult or they're a friend and they're negative all the time yeah you know somebody I know posted on Facebook yesterday I'm going to come off Facebook because I'm sick of seeing all the negativity and all this lot and I just messaged and went unfollow those people that's what I do Mm. if I if I know some genuinely I mean I've there's a lot of people on my Facebook that I've never met I've got something going on towards 3,000 friends on Facebook now and then mainly business connections, yeah. and, and they might be at a far. If I genuinely know somebody and I'm connected to them on their social media and they're moaning and bitching and whining all the time or just posting negative stuff and, you know, the victims of life, I can't deal with that. I have no time for it. I don't unfriend them. I unfollow them. Yeah. So they don't appear in my timeline. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think... If it, was a, if it was a friend or a business relationship and um, it was very negative and I wasn't getting anything from it and it was starting to cause me issues, I can just end that. I can just distance myself completely. That's not an issue for me. But I think when it's a personal relationship, that's very difficult for people. And you can't judge anybody whether, can you hear the dogs? Postman's just come on to the street. Yeah, get somebody's just open the gate with everything you're saying. I think that's yeah. quite a timely bark. <laughs> uh, it's, it, I think everybody takes their own time when it comes to personal relationships. I don't think we should judge. Yeah. You know, I know somebody at the moment who has known for five, six months now that that relationship is dead in the water and they're still there. Mm. Can't judge. Whilst I think it's madness, I can't judge. Yeah. You know, everybody has to do it at their own space, at their own space and time. So I think doing the right thing can be very difficult. I think you instinctively know, but how quickly you act on that. Yeah, and what it is. doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. But then wherever you do, own your decision. Yes. Whichever way you go, own your decision. Don't regret it. Forgive yourself. Move on. Absolutely. What a perfect ending. Absolutely perfect for a hot cross bun and a cup of tea. (laughs) Time for a brew. Bye. Bye.